Hello, lovely people. We are Jenna Bowler-Cook and Haley Bowler-Cook at Uplift Lifestyle, a 10-minute weekly podcast dedicated to helping you enjoy and uplift your life. Approachable and accessible, Uplift Lifestyle offers realistic guidance from a holistic perspective to help you live your best life. Hello, everyone. It's just Haley here. I'm recording tonight because I'm feeling overwhelmingly guided to offer some support at this time. So if you're listening to this on the day of release, which will be March 17th, you will of 2020, you will totally understand what I'm talking about with what's going on with the coronavirus and social distancing and the isolation that um, many of us are working through. So if you're listening to this a year from now or six weeks from now um, and the coronavirus is no longer relevant, I can promise you the tools and the circumstances that we will chat through today will be more than beneficial. So always know you can come back to this episode. So like I said, I felt guided to share and chat with those of you who are listening today. So trust that if you're listening to this episode, it's coming to you for a reason and the universe is putting this episode in front of you so that you're able to in many ways open up spiritually and move through this challenging time um, with more mindfulness, maybe some more self-awareness and general overall respect for what's going on in the world. So I have to be honest, up until like yesterday, um, a couple days ago, I didn't understand the magnitude of what's going on globally. I understood it as a, um, a challenge for other countries. I didn't realize how pervasive and serious it was getting in Canada. And once I really opened my eyes to that, um, I just, I feel it is important that we all do our part and listen to what the experts are advising us to do. And that is to stay home and, um, you know, isolate yourself as much as I don't like that word isolate. It's important for the health of everyone that, you know, you're, you're on your own and you're, or you're with people, your family that you know are well, um, just to, of course, stop the spread of what's going on. Um, so with all that being said, I'm here to support you through this. I can only imagine what you're all experiencing right now. Um, and I just want to start by taking a few deep breaths together to get grounded before we kind of dive into some spiritual work that we can do together on this journey as we're all working through similar situations right now. So let's just start by closing our eyes, placing one hand over our heart and one hand over our belly, connecting to the beautiful energy within ourselves right now. Breathing here. In through the nose and out through the mouth, 
as we blow off a little steam and let go of some things that may be taking up space that's not serving us at this time. Continuing to breathe, feeling the warmth of your hand over your heart. And if you feel compelled to take that hand from your belly and move it on top of your other hand, pressing both hands into your heart, feeling a deep connection to your beautiful soul. Taking a few more breaths here. Trusting the divine light within you. Alrighty, and while I'm talking here, feel free to continue sitting or lying down in a comfortable position and yeah just really feeling safe wherever you are so I want to talk about the fact that of course we understand a lot of these things are out of our control right now our our schedules have been changed and there's a lot of uncertainty and if anyone's experienced anxiety their anxiety may feel heightened right now or maybe you've never experienced anxiety and you're starting to experience and feel some anxiety right now. That is totally understandable. There's, as human beings, when things get thrown off, we have tendencies to feel extremely lost and overwhelmed by the change. So if you're feeling any sense of overwhelm, anxiousness, sadness, even anger, I want you to take a moment to just notice it and smile at it because you have every reason to feel the way that you're feeling in this moment. Notice the anxiousness and smile at the anxiousness. Notice the uncertainty and the feelings of overwhelm that may come with that uncertainty. And smile at that uncertainty. Now if you're feeling anger, as I know rightfully so many people are, especially those who are going to be financially influenced by this, and on some level everyone's going to be influenced by this on a financial level. So just notice that that's maybe somewhere inside you causing some extra stress, causing some frustration and despair, noticing this and smiling to this part of ourselves. Once again, these feelings are going to come up again. Not one meditation can cure this forever. These feelings are part of us and they're not bad feelings. 
All feelings have a purpose. All feelings have a place within our soul, within our body, within our mind, within the heart. So whatever you're feeling, please trust that it has a purpose. Don't shut it down. Don't squash it. These emotions and these feelings must come out. Now while we create space for these feelings of overwhelm, we also must look inside and understand the immense, incredible amount of power that we have over how we move through these next few weeks. We have the power to choose positivity, to choose health, and to choose an uplifted mindset and energy as we move through these next three weeks. As human beings, we're spiritual beings, and we all have a role to play on earth and in this world. So taking a moment to notice the energy that you've been exuding to yourself, to others, to the situation, and just notice that energy. Maybe it's been an energy of not taking it seriously and not realizing how truly um, challenging this is for a lot of people and the severity of this situation. Maybe it is extreme anger about this situation. It's throwing off your routine. It's messing with your schedule and messing with your income. Maybe your energy toward it is really sad, um, feeling overwhelmed and feeling anxious and truly feeling like the world is ending. Even if it's just your world, um, it's seriously valid. So if you're feeling that way, that's okay. Or maybe you're feeling super energized and you're feeling like, you know what? I needed a break. I needed a couple days off. I'm grateful for this. You're doing your best to stay positive through this. That's beautiful too. And this, this chat is still relevant to you because I've been moving through this in a very positive way, trying to just focus on my health and well-being, trying to support many people that have reached out to me. But I too have experienced all those emotions that I just touched on. At first, I didn't take it seriously. And I've, I have felt anger and I've absolutely felt anxiousness and sadness at this time. So understand that these emotions all come and go. And like I said earlier, they all have a place. So please trust that. But please take this time with a few mindful breaths here to notice what energy you've been exuding. Now, by reflecting on how we've been behaving and feeling through these times, we're creating space. We're creating distance between the emotions and the feelings and our true self. And our true self, the I, that is consciousness. That is our soul. And our soul goes beyond so much more than our physical body and so much more than the physical world. So trust that Anytime an emotion comes up surrounding what everyone's experiencing right now, if it's a negative emotion, um, or I don't even want to call it a negative emotion, but if it's an emotion that doesn't serve your highest good and it doesn't feel good, 
right? We all know the difference of how emotions make us feel and there's always a purpose for all of them, but we also recognize ones that feel good and ones that don't. So if you notice an emotion that doesn't feel good, acknowledge it, greet it, say hello. I I have to do this all the time. I have to say, hello, anger. Hello, anxiousness. Hello, sadness. And by simply acknowledging it, you're separating it from yourself. And this is actually an extremely helpful tool to notice this part of yourself and notice that it isn't all you are. It's part of you and it's a beautiful part of you, but it isn't you completely. And sometimes it's hard to to see that reality when you feel stuck and you feel so wrapped up in the emotion at the time. So give yourself the opportunity, whether it's plucking yourself up, looking at a bird's eye view above the situation, or whether it's acknowledging the emotion you're feeling. That's what I've been doing a lot lately. And by acknowledging that emotion, if that emotion doesn't feel good, and it also doesn't have to be an emotion. It could be some something we're telling ourselves. It could be a fear-based mantra. At this time, it's likely a fear-based mantra like, oh my God, uh, someone's coughing near me and this is going to happen or someone in my house has this or someone's got a cold and oh my gosh, last week I was in a gym and this was all going on then and I didn't know it then. Um, all these fear-based mantras that are going on through our head, just notice them. Say, oh, I see you. Hello. You are a fear-based mantra. Doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't mean it's good. It's just, it just is. And by taking it outside of ourselves, we're able to create space. And when we create space, we're able to feel more than just that negative tailspin that we were once feeling. So Eckhart Tolle, who I'm a huge fan of, as most people know that follow my podcast um, and our page, he calls it the pain body. So Eckhart Tolle is all about presence and consciousness and noticing your ego and noticing your pain body. And I find myself, I've experienced a lot of pain lately, physically and emotionally, and I find it's been really healing for me to, to acknowledge that it's my pain body. It's part of me, but it isn't all of me. So when negative thoughts or feelings come up, which they do and they will for all of us, and that's just part of the human experience. But when they come up, it doesn't have to be, I'm feeling like shit or I'm depressed or I'm disappointed or whatever it may be it is my pain body is feeling this my pain body is experiencing this just reminding ourselves that it's part of us but it isn't all of us and when you notice your pain body you're better able to notice the consciousness and the presence that is noticing that pain body and when you're in a state of presence Anything is possible. Any healing is possible. Forgiveness is possible. Understanding, um, incredible self-awareness and awareness of a situation is possible. So I urge you to practice that. Notice when, because at times like this, I believe that 
difficult thoughts and feelings, maybe from the past even, maybe from what feels like lifetimes ago, may, may surface at times like this when you're feeling off your, off your center. So just noticing, okay, that's my pain body. It isn't all of me. It's part of me. It's my pain body. But I am presence. I am consciousness. And I recognize this part of me. And I see it. And I embrace it with love. Seeing parts of yourself, even if they're difficult. Seeing them with unconditional love. Allows the feelings to dissipate. It allows the the hard and difficult emotions and feelings to dissipate. That much I know. And I didn't come up with this. This has been various teachings, various readings, books, and um, from great spiritual teachers that teach this. And I'm so grateful for, for learning this. And I do myself have to remind myself over and over again that you are not your emotions. They're part of you and they're incredible and that's what makes us human and that's what makes our life experience so rich. But when we're feeling an emotion, it isn't all that we are. Now I want to go into, um, now that we're feeling hopefully more settled and maybe feeling a little more like our consciousness is heightened and feeling a little more connected to the greater powers of this universe and and noticing that it doesn't all have to be negative when things like this are going on maybe the universe is giving us some information um I won't go off on all that but there's definitely energetically and spiritually shifts going on right now and just just noticing it noticing how you feel and taking time to reflect on it is going to be so helpful moving moving forward So what I want to talk about now is ways to, and this is what my expertise is on, is health and wellness and ways to stay balanced. And I'm saying this out loud because I need this reminder as much as anyone does right now. We have the power to control how we move through these next few weeks. So I want to offer you some tools to do that. So for a morning routine, first off, when you wake up, And you can feel your body. You wake up. Your eyes are open. You see that sunlight. You're alive. In times like this, that in itself, in all times, is something to be so immensely grateful for. So when you wake up in the morning, take as many breaths as you can of gratitude. Waking up smiling to yourself, breathing deeply and saying thank you. Thank you. The universe listens. The more you're grateful and the more you truly feel that gratitude, the more blessings are going to come to you. So truly feel grateful for being alive. The next thing I suggest you doing is going to your nearest window, opening the blinds, smiling at the beautiful outdoors, find a tree, find multiple trees, find grass, find a bird, whatever it is, something that's going to connect you to nature. We are so disconnected from nature, especially if we're living in cities. It's been a huge cause of my suffering lately has been not feeling connected to nature and being 
distant from nature physically and emotionally and I realize now there's no excuse. It doesn't matter where you live. You can always find nature. You can look in the sky. We all see the sky. We all see stars. We all see the moon. No matter what city you're in, I hope to God you have at least a few trees. Go up and hug a tree. Sit down. Put your hands on the earth. Find nature when you can. So that's sorry, I went off on a tangent. <laughs> but opening the blinds and looking out and seeing nature. The next step, and this I suggest, is cracking the window, getting fresh air circulating through your home, your apartment, wherever you are, get that fresh air through. Fresh air is healing. Artificial air is not. So get some fresh air through. The next thing I suggest to do, oh, and I forgot to mention this. The first thing is sleep in unless you have an arrangement or a commitment in the morning. This is like honestly a huge blessing to just be able to wake up when you need to. You can still get all your work done. You can still get things off your to-do list. You're saving time because you're not traveling. That travel time can be now sleep time. So sleep in if that feels good for you. If it feels better for you to wake up early, beautiful, do it. But no shame in sleeping in. Enjoy it. Who knows when an opportunity for that is going to come along again. So after that, after you cracked the windows, after you've got the fresh air going through, I suggest you flick on the kettle, get yourself a tea ready. While that kettle's going, while that tea's steeping, whatever it is, lie out your yoga mat, or if you don't have a yoga mat, find space on the ground and plant your feet and really get grounded. Digging those feet into the ground, getting all surfaces of your foot touching the ground. Hands are strong, standing in a strong mountain pose and grounding yourself. It is so important to ground yourself in times like these. When we feel like we don't have control, yoga plays an incredible role with grounding poses such as mountain pose. You don't even need a yoga mat for this one. Just standing tall, elongating through your spine putting all parts of your feet onto the ground and breathing there. And if it's available to you, and this is what I totally suggest if you have the time and the space for it, go through some yoga stretches, maybe a couple sun salutations, whatever flow you enjoy, get a little blood flow going. And just remind your body that you are incredible, you are strong, you can handle this, you can handle things. Difficult things happen. These challenges make us stronger, truly. So by doing physical movement, you're reminding your body of what you're capable of. And then the next step is write a to-do list for the day. There's a loss, a huge loss of structure in times like this. And one thing that's very helpful is writing a to-do list of what you need to do that day. It doesn't need to be a stressful to-do list. It, just make it realistic. And I promise you, when you tick things off your to-do list, you will enjoy your night so much better. You will unwind. Even if your to-do list is exercise, light a candle and read a book, spend time mindfully on social media and know when to turn it off when it's not serving me, spend time with my kids, spend time with my partner, have a FaceTime call, whatever it is. Your to-do list doesn't need to be assignments and work and business and craziness like that 
of course, for some of us, most of us who are listening probably, your to-do list will have some work on it and we'll have some school work on it. And that's beautiful as well. But if you're truly taking this time off, write on your to-do list these nice things like coffee break at this time. Have a FaceTime coffee with a friend. Be like, hey, let's both make coffees and at 11 o'clock we're going to chat for half an hour. Something like that. Like, There's so many options to stay connected at this time. We live in a a time where we can stay connected. Um, And as much as I think it's hard to be alone in isolation, I also think it offers an incredible opportunity to deepen your spiritual practice. So the next thing I want to touch on is creating space in the day for mindfulness, for breath work, whether it's sitting down on the ground or lying down or going for a walk and just focusing on your breath, inviting any emotions to come up, any thoughts to come up, and when they do, simply notice them. Remember, meditating isn't the absence of thoughts. Even the greatest spiritual leaders who meditate all the time, thoughts still come up. Meditating is in the absence of thoughts. Meditating is noticing the thoughts, but not being swamped away by them. Simply noticing them. I always do this when I meditate. I'll be meditating and a thought might come up. Something as simple as, oh, you forgot to email this person. Or, oh, you forgot to reply to this text. Or, oh, when you're done this, you need to put this in the oven. Or, oh, you need to do this assignment that you forgot about. Whatever it is. They come up all the time when I meditate. And all I do is, oh, there's a thought. Oh, there's a thought. Just noticing your thoughts. It gets fun. And then you get better at noticing your thoughts. We have this idea that our brain control, well, our brain does control our body. That's, That's just science. But this idea that we need to be indebted to every single piece of information that runs through our head. What if we were able to create space, that space being consciousness, where we can notice all these thoughts instead of being engulfed by them? And that's what meditation is and that is what mindfulness is. And it gets to a point where you're driving in a car and someone cuts you off and you get pissed off or whatever or something happens that you get pissed off. You drop, well actually last weekend I dropped a bottle of red wine on my foot I was trying to be like a camel, not taking two trips, and just loaded myself up down my apart, down my elevator from my apartment out to my car, loading up my car, bam, dropped a bottle of red wine. It hit off my shin and hurt, and it smashed on my foot and all over the ground outside. So it was a huge mess, broken glass everywhere, right under my wheel, um, and yeah, red wine all over my shoes and etc. And at this time was a huge realization for me because I didn't react at all. And I'm not saying this to be, oh, I've made it because trust me, I I still react a lot of times to many things. But I was so impressed and surprised with myself because I literally looked down at the wine after it smashed all over the ground and I said, okay, this just happened. I literally smiled because I didn't react and I was running late and I was just like, wow, this, this happened. 
okay, no problem. Bent over, put the rest of my stuff in the car, bent over, picked up all the glass, brought it in, walked back up to my apartment, switched my shoes, cleaned my shoes, and then just went on my merry way, got a new bottle of wine. And I know it sounds simple, but for me, it was a big realization that all this mindfulness practice and this meditation practice really does pay off. It's one of the many ways that I've seen it really pays off. Um, I didn't react at all. I barely even responded. It was just, this is what it is. Loving what is. There was no reaction at all. It was just, oh wow, yep, I dropped this bottle of wine. (laughs) And that's not to say you can't be angry about things that happen because shitty things do happen. And we, like I said, have a right to react and respond when we do. But the more mindful we get and the more practice that we do, these little things, they they don't bug us the way they used to. So what I was going to say is the more we practice, this is a great time. We have more space. We have more time. Most of us do at least. And this is an incredible time to deepen our spiritual practice. So there's tons of incredible guided meditations, even just like on Spotify, all over Instagram. Um, Gabby Bernstein is doing a ton of great daily um work on her social media pages and they've been really helpful for me because if I don't ground myself I really do feel I do feel it and I need to start my days with mindfulness and I need to every hour every pretty much all day long I need to be practicing mindfulness or it affects me and we are all spiritual beings even if you've never practiced quote-unquote spirituality in your life even if you've never done a small meditation or breathing or yoga or whatever We are all spiritual beings and we will all benefit from practicing it. So adding in some mindful meditation into your day. Another really important thing, and I'm going to do this after I'm done recording, is just journal. So I was never a huge journaler, but every successful um, author, every successful business person, lots of friends and family that I look up to journal and so many spiritual leaders journal. So I decided I'm going to take it on. And my oh my, am I so glad I did. The things that come out, because I have a pretty open throat throat chakra, I don't mind saying what's on my mind and I don't mind getting information out vocally. Um, even when I'm alone, I, you guys might think I'm crazy, but whatever. I will say things out loud. Like if I'm angry, I will just yell it or... I have no shame in like screaming and yelling in my car and all my friends know that I do that and you know I haven't been pulled over yet but all I'm saying is I have no trouble getting these emotions out vocally or even sharing them with people that that are involved in the situations but I have to say journaling putting pen to paper things come through you that you didn't know were in you there's something about the freedom of putting the pen to paper that opens this incredible depth within you that maybe you didn't even know was there. So in times like this, I have to say, give it a try to just journal, just put pen to paper a couple times a day or once a day, even once a week, whatever it is, invite that space in and notice how you feel and notice what comes out because you may be totally amazed. Okay, and then I think, oh, there's a couple more things I want to say. So obviously I'm very passionate about fitness and exercise and movement. So this has been an incredibly challenging time for a lot of people because 
gyms are closed. Studios are closed. The studio I work at is closed. Um, I'm still taking personal training clients, but I'm not sure how much longer that's going to go on. I am hopeful. I am optimistic that I'm able to continue to serve and continue to work with clients. Um, but we have to respect and, and trust what the universe has in store for us here. So all that's being said, it's a huge challenge for people to be staying healthy right now, fitness wise. And if you're like me, if you don't exercise, your mental health takes a huge, um, turn. So I want to, I want to say one thing, getting outside, if you're going out alone or with a small group of your friends is not scary. Go don't go out to like a public space, but go to a trail, go around your block, whatever you have access to, get outside and go for a walk, go for a hike. The vitamin D, the sunshine, the fresh air, being out in nature is going to do the most for you right now. It will be the most healing. And that's my true belief is that the most healing you will have at this time the most spiritual, emotional, and physical healing will be through getting out in nature. So go for a walk. If you're someone that's an avid gym goer and you're really upset because you don't have heavy weights at home and you're worried about losing all your gains, I get that. I totally get that. But our bodies are incredible. Our bodies are resilient. If you have to take a week off the gym, two weeks off the gym, but you continue to move every day, your body will continue to stay healthy. Your body will continue to stay lean. At the end of the day, it comes down to how much we're moving and the movement and what we're eating. All these things factor in. So don't don't stress out that you can't get to the gym. There's This is our time to get creative. There are so many online platforms of workouts. There's, you know what I've done before is just use two bottles of wine as dumbbells before. I'm not ashamed to say that on Uplift Lifestyle. <laughs> um, my friend actually, Raina, if you're listening, she was using textbooks as weights. I was so impressed. She was using laundry detergents as weights at home, and I was laughing my head off, but at the same time, I love the creativity, and this was it's what has to happen at this time. So get creative and get your movement in at home. If, if you're worried you're going to put it off, do it first thing in the morning, but the movement must stay in routine. Uh, going for a run, going for a jog, going for a walk. It doesn't have to be the same stuff you always do, but getting some movement in. Dancing is amazing too. And while I say dancing, one thing that's been a great saving grace for me, and I'm sure for a lot of you, and if you haven't added it in, this is your time, music. Music has the power to transform your 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 energy your outlook so put on uplifting music put on songs that you love bands that you love and just get lost in the music like it's so therapeutic to lose yourself in a song and just feel the feelings that the song elicits whether it's sadness or excitement or passion or joy it's sometimes just nice to get lost in that emotion and Trust that whatever comes out is meant to come out. So putting on music. Okay, and the last thing that I want to talk about is diet and nutrition. I'm following a lot and I'm friends with a lot of incredible um, dietitians or dietitians in the making that are sharing their awesome meal ideas on for like frozen foods or when you feel like you have nothing in your fridge 
um, that there's so much in there and you can actually get so creative with it and all these different things. And I just love them for that. So if you check out Motherhood and Meals, um, she's doing awesome, awesome, like emotional work with people. So she's talking about ways that you can get through this. She's kind of gearing it toward mostly moms, which is awesome and ways to get through it with your kids, but how to put your oxygen mask on first and make sure you're taking care of yourself as well as creative recipes and ideas for how to nourish your family through this time and yourself. Um, and then my good friend Jen, the Nourishing Yogi on Instagram, is offering one-on-one support to people who, who if they send her a message and say, this is what I have in my fridge, she gets creative and she guides you through what you can eat with that because there are people that don't that didn't do the old stock up at the grocery store or they don't have much at home right now and they're nervous to go out whatever the case may be there are options to stay nourished and to stay healthy so once again I'm not a dietitian so I suggest going to credible sources for that information but at the end of the day I am certified to do nutrition counseling and I'm educated in it so my best advice is nourish yourself with foods that feel good um stay away from things like alcohol and sugar and um obviously like tobacco things like that or maybe high saturated fats and processed foods like these things are never good for our body they're definitely not good when we're possibly trying to build our immunity to its absolute best potential So what do I suggest? What have I been eating? I've been sticking with bowls and salads like I always eat. So lots of beans, quinoa as a base, tons of greens, kale, arugula, um, always adding in olive oil, always adding in tahini because I love to get my plant-based fats in, putting chia seeds on everything, continuing to take my zinc every day, to take omega-3s every day. Um... I don't supplement with vitamin C because I eat a ton of fruit, but that's something to consider. Getting in like oranges, mango, kiwis, these are all super high in vitamin C. If you can get your hands on um, like spirulina or any sort of power, like powerhouse supplement that is going to support you through this. And for me, a lot of it is just the, the mindset that I get when I am eating clean and eating healthy, I, I feel so much better mentally. And honestly, even, yeah, I don't want to say a placebo effect because these foods are actually scientifically based to be healthy and to be n- nutritious and to boost your immunity. But even just putting in foods that you know are good for you, you're going to feel better. So just do that, okay? Eat what makes you feel good. Stay away from what makes you feel like crap. Try to do... I always suggest following like an alkaline or an anti-inflammatory diet. So there's tons of information online um, and papers on the benefits of that. So basically what I said before to avoid the sugar and don't go too crazy on caffeine. Like a little bit of coffee is not going to kill you here and there. Tea's great if you can get decaf tea. Anything that feels cleansing and anything that feels good for you, do it. Do it at this time. Lots of water hot water lemon I don't know just you know you know your body you know what feels good and trust that but know that there's tons of resources and support out there at this time so I want to close this chat out with 
some more breathing and some more recognition of the importance of surrendering to the unfoldings right now. So let's close our eyes again as we close out together. Once again, placing our right hand on our heart, our left hand on our belly. Breathing in through our nose. Exhaling through our nose this time. Now that our nervous system is hopefully more calm, we can focus on nostril breathing now. While you're breathing, you can repeat after me out loud or in your head. I am safe. My body is in complete balance. I trust and surrender to the universe's unfolding. May whoever is listening to this be healthy, feel supported, and share your beautiful light with those around you. Use your energy for good at this time. Support those who need it, even if it's just sharing information or being kind, extra kind, doing something nice for someone, whatever it is that you can do at this time. Focus on your beautiful human potential that is kindness and that is presence. I hope this was helpful to you and please reach out to me if you would like to chat or like any support and we can support each other because like I said, this isn't easy for anyone. So even those people that seem like they always have it together and seem great all the time, they also need, need your support. So thank you, and may you move through these next three weeks in health, feeling uplifted. Namaste. Thanks for tuning in. We love being on this journey with you. You have the power to uplift your life and to uplift the world. Check out our Instagram page at Uplift Lifestyle Podcast for daily inspiration, tips and quotes, and to stay connected with the Uplift Lifestyle community. Much love from Jenna and Haley at Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. Wishing you a beautiful and fulfilling day.